Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And Matt, it's been a second since we talked and I got to talk yeah. to your friend John over the weekend. You did. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. I should have <laughs> asked you. John Schwab, who has been a guest here on Broadway Radio multiple times, he um, is one of the two people, him and Matt Humphreys, who run mm-hmm. Curtain Call over in the UK, which is an amazing podcast and obviously they've had to transition quite a bit during the pandemic but um they their podcast when it started and i have their book their original book that they put yes. out where I know, they I want the book. It's beautiful. Is, i'll show it to you sometime it's amazing um where they would go backstage and matt humphreys is a, a photographer he would take photos of shows in london and the west end backstage and and john would do interviews during the shows like literally backstage while the show was going on that and that became their podcast they've evolved quite a bit over the years and now uh, curtain call is a kind of like this jobs hub for all types of creative individuals in the uk everything from um you know designers to technical workers it's amazing what they're doing um john is an incredible guy matt i've met john and matt in new york um before met gone to see multiple shows actually i went and saw your favorite the wrong man with john um you know i enjoyed that show (laughs) i know you do i think you enjoyed it more than john and i did i think we enjoyed our dinner afterwards more than the show but um great guy and so you're going to be on the curtain call podcast coming up soon yes it's it's sometime this week i hope maybe perhaps thursday Awesome. Uh, just such an amazing think? guy. John is an incredible uh, actor in his own right, yeah. um, stage and screen. F- the thing that tickles me the most, former member <laughs> of the um, Reduced Shakespeare Company, which is oh. I adore the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Austin Titchener, who is one of the leads of the uh, Reduced Shakespeare Company, has been a guest here as well. I did the Complete Works of William Shakespeare in high school. I have directed a production of the uh, the Complete Works of William Shakespeare, abridged. Um, yeah. before as well. So uh, I love John. They're doing it in Hoboken right now. Oh, are they so really? everybody knows. Such Hoboken a good show. Such a good show. <laughs> I love it so much. So that, that made me so excited when I saw that you and John had uh, uh, had linked up to do that interview. So we will definitely make yeah. sure people know about that when it comes out. All the nice things that we said about you are probably cut, but we did please, talk about God, you for quite no, a bit. That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I hate that. You know, I hate talking about myself. So please make sure that gets eliminated. <laughs> well, let's let's get into some news, okay. shall we? Yes. So casting has been completed for Thoughts of a Colored Man. As we've discussed on Broadway Radio, casting includes Delon Burnside, uh, Brian Terrell Clark, Da Vinci, Luke James, Forrest McClendon, Tristan Mack Wilds, and Tony Award nominee, Emmy Award winner, and the guy who says ass to ass, Keith oh. David. Um, <laughs> Wait, what them is, is hold on, hold on, hold on. What is that? I what? don't know that line. Oh, my God. Requiem for a Dream. Oh, my God. We literally were talking about before we started recording how I don't remember anything. I have, of course, seen Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream. Don't remember that. I w- more think of Keith David. Um, Princess and all- the Frog? Yes, of course, for Dr. Facilier, which I think Princess yeah. and the Frog is one of the most underrated Disney movies of all time. Uh, Anika Noni Rose as Tiana uh, is such it was just perfection. Her birthday. Was it really? I yeah. love her so much. She is one of my absolute favorites. Uh, we need more of her, but I would not have pulled out. Her and that Cat on a Hot Tin Roof revival, by the way. Oh, with Jesus, uh, with uh, Terrence, Howard. Ter- Terrence Howard and uh, was James Earl Felicia Jones' Rashad. big daddy? Yeah. Yeah, that was a oh yeah, that's a hell of a cast too. Yep. 
Yeah. But yeah, ask to ask Keith David is uh, pretty iconic. (laughs) So, you know, you know, they're in it, Uh, but joining them is Bjorn Dupati and Garrett Turner as the understudies. So rehearsals began today and thoughts of a color man is written by Keenan Scott, the second with direction by Steve H Broadnax, the third. And those preview performances begin October 1st and then open on Sunday, October 31st at Broadway's golden theater. So if you want to see a play at the golden theater, I'm just saying you can do that. You can buy tickets. So To Kill a Mockingbird, Broadway has set more of their casting. Uh, Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird, of course, is coming back uh, October 5th. Joining uh, the cast in the role of Jim Finch is Hunter Parrish and then Portia as Calpurnia. Uh, They're launching their national tour on March 27th, 2022 at the Shays Performing Arts Center in Buffalo, New York, where I will be tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, this is interesting casting. Like I, of course, uh, Hunter Parrish. Replacement Weeds. in Spring Awakening, in Weeds, Jesus in Godspell, mm-hmm. uh, the last Godspell revival before Corbin Blue, who I feel like was a significant upgrade. Although Hunter Parrish's mm-hmm. version of Beautiful City, I do enjoy quite a Same. bit. Same. Um, yeah. And then Portia as Calpurnia. The one other person that you mentioned as that you didn't mention um, is Noah Robbins as Dill Harris. I, I'm a Noah Robbins fan. He's done a number of Broadway shows and played, oh, what is his name? Oh, he played Eugene in Greece Live uh, on Fox um, and he was great so uh, really I see yeah. I love Gideon Glick and so I was kind of disappointed that yeah I know um, but he's currently on the other two on HBO by the way yeah and uh, Helena Clark just got married this weekend I think so uh, speaking Holy of the crap. other two there we go but yeah great cast I know there are certain people on this recording that do not love this pr- production but uh, in terms of casting I think they did a pretty good job yeah I think that for that type of direction on this show um that is the right cast all right uh <laughs> the trans march on broadway uh happened i guess uh, now what is it uh, according to this when we're recording this not yesterday but two days ago technically Correct. yes for listeners uh but the trans march on broadway we did want to talk about like ashley and i said yesterday uh it was organized by sis and began at sheep's meadow in Central Park, New York, and then it continued into the theater district with Broadway stars like Peppermint from, of course, Head Over Heels, Iris and Nora Shell from uh, Jagged Little Pill speaking about their representation in the theater industry. Some of the photos that we're linking you here, um, I know that my friend Rebecca Michelson uh, took a lot of photos. Our friend, show. thank you. Uh, thank you. Oh, right. Our friend, so- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're actually 100% right because that's the only reason that you and I are friends. Yes. Um, but like, yeah, it was just really great and empowering to see all these people speak Speaking out, a lot of the quotes that have come out of it are really um, just like, it's first of all, heartbreaking to hear any of these stories, but you're also like, we need to hear this because the more we talk about it, the more things might change. Uh, But yeah, so it it happened. Um, I hope that there's something that comes about because of all these great people speaking out. But if you want to follow for more information, you can follow at the letter U can call me sis. Yeah, these photos are great because, like, there's a lot of people uh, there. This, yeah. I mean, it was so cool to be able to see this. Um, lots of, of friends there. Um, as you said, mm-hmm. B-Way Show, Christian uh, Lewis, Lewis was there. Um, Mason Alexander Park. Yeah, and, um, uh, you know, just so much great stuff that these folks are doing. And I think at this point, this is like the second or third thing that Sis has really kind of put together yeah, yeah like this is uh turning into you know much more than just a one-off thing and i think that a lot of praise goes 
uh, to Sis and everybody who organized um, these types of things, because these are, I think, starting to have an impact when you can have crowds like this marching through the streets of New York for whatever purpose. I think somebody is paying attention. I don't know if it's enough to make actual change, but I think it's enough to start making uh, change in the theater community. Yeah. All right. The, okay. So I know you and I actually will have a discussion on this yes. very briefly. Yes. Uh, the Cyrano film adaptation of the stage musical premiered at the Telluride uh, Film Festival this weekend. Film critics are weighing in on the Peter Dinklage and Haley Bennett film. The concept, of course, is from Erica Schmidt, Peter Dinklage's wife, with direction by Joe Wright and the music by The National. So I'm just going to read a couple of headlines from some critics. So Peter DeBruge of Variety said, with its swooping cameras and beyond dazzling production design, Wright's style is more alive than ever, giving new meaning to the word panache. So excited about Joe Wright's direction of this. There you go. David Ehrlich uh, from IndieWire says, with few choruses and even fewer hooks, most of the musical numbers sound like the ramblings of a racing mind. Mm. Okay. Um, Matt. Uh, and then Monica Castillo of The Rap said, while it doesn't come together seamlessly, there are wonderful moments between Dinklage and Bennett. Shocked at that? Um I guess uh, so. So we have not gotten to see the film, Matt. You no. saw the show at with the new group last correct. year. Am I correct? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, whenever it was off Broadway um, at the new group. Yes, like 2019, 2020. Yeah, I saw this at Goodspeed Opera House um, uh, three years ago when it was coming together. Yeah, with with a lot of the same principal cast, but not completely the same principal cast. No, actually, like literally not the same. Oh, really? Um, all of the all of the supporting cast members beyond Haley, um, he who shall remain nameless, and Peter Dinklage, um, they it the rest of it was very different. Okay, well, Haley did not continue with it to off Broadway, but she's back for the film. I saw yeah. Jasmine Cephas Jones um, right. in that role, and she was fantastic. The show itself was less so. Um, I agree with David Ehrlich. There was no musicality to this show whatsoever. Uh, it would have been a far better production had it not been a musical. Um, I feel like that's my go-to criticism lately between this and uh, Schmigadoon. Um, but for very different reasons, I thought it was boring and bland and dark and not very entertaining whatsoever. Although I did think that Peter Dinklage was actually um, yeah, quite good. And I thought he was actually a better singer than I expected him to be. Not like a great musical theater singer, but he was fine. Um, but I was, I don't want to say bored to death, but bored to tears, perhaps. So, oh. yeah, not not my favorite thing, although I will um, never regret seeing Jasmine Cephas Jones in that red dress that she wore in that oh. show. So that was quite entertaining. Yeah, there was not a lot of chemistry, in my opinion, Ooh, between the two of them. No, 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 yeah, not with, with Haley Jasmine. Bennett. I yeah, didn't see. With, yeah, right. with Haley. So I thought, okay, like Haley had just done Girl on a Train. Like she's absolutely famous. Uh, she was very pregnant at the time as well. Oh, really? Which was which was hard. Um, just because not because working with pregnant women is difficult. No, no, no. It's but... not vocally. It's very difficult um for for a lot of women and i think that there was just maybe some of that going on um with with changes um but so i thought okay like when they replaced with jasmine i was like oh cool that's the direction and then when they went back to Haley, i went wait what and then of course like they had to replace blake jenner um 
So opposite. <laughs> the previously, the previously uh, announced he, he who remained. I saw it like <laughs> literally days or the day after the story came out about from his uh, ex-wife, the great Melissa Benoist, who I adore yeah. and saw in Beautiful on Broadway and thought she was fantastic. So, Oh, so like when I saw it at Goodspeed, I just want to say this. It was incredibly romantic. Like I thought that Erica Schmidt's direction was really beautiful. And I loved, I don't know if you saw like the slow motion battle scene and there was mm-hmm. this beautiful scene yep. in the bakery. And and I thought that the music, because I'm a national fan and I a lot of musical theater people aren't, so I get that. Um, I just thought this is that new, new indie rock sensual like musical theater vibe that I absolutely yearn for so I was excited about this production I'm not the same as you I did like the music but I'm very eager to see what Joe Wright's direction of this piece is because I thought I think that Erica Schmidt is an incredible director and so I was kind of confused why (laughs) Uh, she wasn't getting direct to direct the film but uh, she was obviously a part of it because she wrote it so yeah yeah, yeah. I, and I would imagine since she wrote it and her husband is the star, if she yeah. want, if she thought she was the best person to direct it, she probably would have been directing it. Yeah, like they, they, I have to say, they are an incredible duo, and like as a team, watching them work, it's really kind of phenomenal. So I hope, I hope to see more of Erica's work in the future. Yeah. Let's take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon. So we at Broadway Radio are so eager to bring you more exclusive content, roundtable discussions, interviews, all that great stuff, but we're able to keep the lights on and keep doing all that stuff thanks to you, our patrons and listeners. So please continue to support us through our Patreon subscriber base and engaging with us across all social media platforms and share it with other people. If you know that people like listening to the Broadway news, this is the source, right? So we're excited to bring you all of that great news coming up with Broadway reopening, especially in the fall. So thank you so much for being a part of that journey for us. And if you aren't already getting the news before everybody else, go ahead, pause this episode, go to patreon.com slash Broadway radio to learn more and then jump back into the show. Yeah. Um, Grace, you are, as you mentioned earlier in the show, heading off to Buffalo. So you're not going to be a part of the recording that uh, Ashley and I are doing, but we are going to be breaking down the filmed capture of Come From Away later this week. It is debuting on Friday on Apple TV Plus, and we are recording on Thursday. So you will hear all of our thoughts either on Friday or uh, over the weekend, depending on what else is in the Patreon feed. But that will only be available at patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. I know it's beginning to look a lot like, I guess we're going to talk about Christmas now. So A Christmas Carol adapted by Jack Thorne uh, will tour five U.S. cities for the holidays with two different Scrooges. When you sent me this, Matt, I was like, no, there's no way. But it's true. Bradley Whitford, um, star of Tommy Boy, will star as Ebenezer Scrooge in one. Uh, we'll start as Ebenezer Scrooge in one of the productions playing Los Angeles, Las Vegas, stopping in Spokane and Phoenix. And then Obi winning stage and television actor Francois Batiste will star as Ebenezer Scrooge in the San Francisco based production. So two Scrooges, two men. <laughs> I don't all, know. all on the West Coast. Uh, nothing here. I wonder oh, yeah. if this means that they might be bringing back uh the Broadway production as well. I think if they were, they'd have to announce it fairly soon. Um, the East Coast doesn't believe in God. Well, freaking liberal elites. <laughs> Who knows? But I'm sure that you're right. A thousand percent. If they're able to, they're going to remount that production for sure. So Pretty Woman, the musical has announced their full tour cast. We've talked about it on the show. Adam Pascal uh, for their North American tour with 
Olivia Valley. Um, now the rest of the cast includes Jessica Crouch, Broadway radio alum, and one of my favorite albums of the year. I have mm-hmm. to say that not legally, but I do mean it. Kyle Taylor Parker and Matthew Stock as uh, Philip Stuckey. They're all enjoying their time in the tour now. I'm really excited for KTP uh, to be happy, yeah. man. I feel like Eric Anderson stole the the show um in that role um he's kind of like the narrator i think that's a very very cool casting and i think that's a lot of fun and obviously he's got uh, a lot of connections with um uh with jerry mitchell who's the director of this and obviously uh, he worked with him on kinky boots so um very excited uh, the kinkiest boot the kinkiest of boots yes um i think this will be interesting um i wish the lead of this show would stop talking about certain things that makes me uncomfortable about his participation. But other than that, I'm excited for them to go out on the road with it. Listen, I said what I said. All right. So Harlem stage will present live free performances beginning Friday. There's a whole bunch, but I'm just going to read you the one that's right now coming up September 10th at 6 30 PM. And also at eight o'clock, uh, a spoken word and dance project called imperfect by drew Dallas. Uh, it's co-presented by Harlem stage and Lincoln center at the Isabel and Peter Malkin stage at Hearst Plaza on West 65th street, Lincoln center. So please go to that. If you're able to do something this weekend, it starts on Friday and it's free. So you should mm-hmm. go. Finally, the Prince Fellowship in association with Columbia University School of the Arts announced that Ash Ganema and Lauren LaCroix have received the Prince Fellowship. So both selected fellows receive a stipend and a budget for the development of a new theatrical production, access to courses in Columbia's MFA theater management and producing program, and mentorship from prominent producers and industry specialists. You know that I love this type of thing. Um, I'm a big fan of the fact that like, these two people were selected and I'm excited to see whatever work comes out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So finally in a recommendation that I feel like is mainly for Matt, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I know that most of our listeners are probably fans of JRB and songs for a new world, but they did release some footage of Bonnie Milligan, Christy Altamar, Jason Gote, and so many other people from the uh, new city music theater songs for a new world that was at radial park last week. So Please uh, take a look at that if you want to bring some joy into your life. A new world. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. Oh, my God. Antoinette just started following me on it on Twitter. Oh I'm God. dead. Oh, my God. But I'm keeping that <laughs> <Sorry>. in there. <laughs> 